Thank you to BetterHelp for sponsoring this episode. BetterHelp is the world's largest therapy service, and it's 100% online. With BetterHelp, you can tap into a network of over 25,000 licensed and experienced therapists who can help you with a wide range of issues. To get started, you just answer a few questions about your needs and preferences in therapy. That way, BetterHelp can match you with the right therapist from their network. Then you can talk to your therapist however you feel comfortable, whether it's via text, chat, phone, or video call. You can message your therapist at any time and schedule live sessions when it's convenient for you. If your therapist isn't the right fit for any reason, you can switch to a new therapist at no additional charge. With BetterHelp, you get the same professionalism and quality you expect from in-office therapy, but with a therapist who is custom-picked for you, more scheduling flexibility, and at a more affordable price. Get 10% off your first month at betterhelp.com slash musicspeaks. That's betterhelp.com slash musicspeaks for 10% off your first month. And thank you again to BetterHelp for sponsoring this episode. Hey guys, we wanted to take a quick minute to tell you about our recent partnership with the Amazing Bones Coffee Company. Let's face it, you're probably sick and tired of drinking that old plain Jane coffee brand every morning. Well, fret not, dear listener. Bones Coffee is here to kick your taste buds into high gear. Bones Coffee has a wide variety of flavors to choose from, including maple bacon, peaches and spring, island grog, and my personal favorite, chocolate raspberry. Once you become hooked on the coffee, you'll be excited to learn that they have plenty of merch options to choose from as well. T-shirts, mugs, tote bags, the list goes on. You can buy their coffee in Holbein, Ground, and even Evil Single Serve options. Guys, we wouldn't lie to you. This coffee is great, and we know that you're going to love it too, which is why we have partnered up with Bones Coffee, and now our listeners have an exclusive discount code. Make sure to use the code MUSICSPEAKS at checkout for 10% off your order. That's right, James. Go to bonescoffee.com to kickstart your new coffee addiction and use the code MUSICSPEAKS for 10% off today. If you're anything like me, free time is limited. So things like yard work are just not doable. And if you're also like me, you don't even own a lawnmower. That is why All Above Landscaping is the right choice. All Above includes a variety of options when it comes to your landscaping needs, including lawn installation, design, irrigation, debris removal, maintenance, and much more. If you're in the city of Sumter and you're looking for reliable service at a friendly price, give All Above Landscaping a call today. It's 803-464-7414. Mention that you heard this ad on this podcast and you'll get a special discount on your first service. Again, that's 803-464-7414. Call All Above Landscaping today. Like many of you, we battled depression during life's ups and downs. Music has always been the one thing that we could rely on to get us through the tough times that we all face. Follow us on our journey as we discuss the healing power of music, interview bands, break down genres, review band biographies, and more. This is the When Words Fail Music Speaks Podcast with Blake Mosley and James Cox. It's me, it's me, it's AC. Welcome back to the When Words Fail Music Speaks Podcast, where we fight depression with the power of music. I'm your professional handicapped host, James Cox. And no, I am not the voice of Scooter from Muppets. But I was at one time. 
at one at one point at sometime in this month when when we did our christmas buffy's christmas care i was scooter you know (laughs) yeah that that was confirmed right we we confirmed it um but no more no more sadly no more um i'm i am commonly referred to as the loudest guy in the room but only when i'm playing the drums but you better not call me the little drummer boy i'm your endless source of useless music knowledge my name is blake mosley aka brosley aka emo bemo aka the reigning supreme eggnog king. Um, have you have you drank eggnog yet? Surprisingly, no. no this okay. season, I have not. Normally, okay. normally I, I have indulged in eggnog because mm. I absolutely love it. Um, I like it plain. I do like it with a little bit of fireball in it. I think the cinnamon, you know, kind of adds a little <clears> bit. I love nutmeg so on let top me, of it. Okay, so let me tell you about fire. Okay, so um, when we were having our um, Thanksgiving party at my friend's house, right across the street. Mm-hmm. Uh, party ensued. We had great music, great time, and and they and they had they had fireball there, and I tried some, uh-huh. and it's very very hard going down. I it's, you know, it burns, it burns a little it, bit. It, right? it, it it's exactly like those fireball uh, jawbreakers that you that yes. roll candies. I think you that's know? why I, like I guess that's right. why they call them fireballs. Yes. But yeah, I used to love those. but yeah, yeah, I had to have I had to have that like a chaser going now because I was like, oh crap, this <laughs> burns, dude. So yeah, the the fireball like you know uh, like I just mixed with eggnog just tastes so good. Nutmeg on top of it, it's just yeah. it's just delicious. The cinnamon, everything's everything's great about it. No, yeah. I have not had any this year, um, but what I have had and a, and a quick little plug for my friend's coffee shop here in Sumter, yes. Colgo Coffee. Yes. Um, they have a eggnog chai latte, and Ooh. it is so good. And so, um, in so fact, technically, has so technically you've you've had eggnog. You know, technically. technically, I have had okay, it, but yeah. it is a eggnog flavored drink. Right. Um, I have not had straight eggnog, and I just I love straight egg just <laughs> bites so yeah. good. Yeah. Um, but no, yeah. The eggnog chai latte at Coligo Coffee is so good. There's a lot of really good um, flavored drinks that they have um, right now. Um, so their signature drink right, is, is called the uh, Steamy Bean. Right. It's delicious. Um, but with the seasons, he kind of changes it up a little bit and kind of makes like a, you know, for the fall season, there was the Nutty Bean, which was really good. It was like a peanut butter flavored um, co- like coffee. It was so good. Um, and now for like Christmas and winter, it's the minty bean. So it's like a peppermint signet, it kind of like a little twist on their signature drinks. Really mm-hmm. good. Um, so if you're in Sumter, Coligo Coffee, really, really good. Go check it out. Um, and that has been that has been my only eggnog. And I'm hoping that as my wife is out running errands this morning, she decides to go by Coligo and uh, grab me one. That would be lovely. Yeah. Hey, um, you can text her. Hey, Allie, bring me back. A, bring me back an eggnog. Yeah. So um, yeah, that would be delicious. <laughs> and uh, and and full disclosure, Hurley has is not a sponsor of this episode, despite the fact that me and James are both wearing Hurley t-shirts. Oh, we are, aren't we? Holy crap! Yeah, how about that? Um, no, Hurley is not a sponsor. Although Hurley, if you want to sponsor the show, I am okay with that. I have loved your clothing for yes. decades. Yes. So, well, please. I mean, I mean, me too. I mean, come on now, Ray. Come but, on. Uh, yeah, I'm a Hurley was a great album by Weezer. Hurley is matter of yes, fact. Hurley was a great album by uh, Weezer. Because uh, Hurley, Hurley was, was on Lost, right? Yeah, yeah, like, he was yeah, my favorite lost, character yeah. on Lost. Yeah. 
He was wonderful. So two things before we get on with the show. Amanda is not here. Where in the world is Amanda Dolan? Probably she asleep is because of pro- how early it is on yeah. this Saturday morning. Yeah, so I'm like, sorry. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Rosalie's like, hey, guys, you want, to, you want to record today? And it's 9 o'clock here. It's 8 o'clock in Texas. So I'm like, yeah, sure. So I don't think yeah. Amanda got up and just stomped it. But, but, but me and Amanda will record a, a, a episode if, if Rosalie's unable to do it. So. Yeah. We love you, Amanda. We were hoping you were. Be, well, I don't. I don't know what time she gets up though. You know, because eight. Yeah. See, that's the thing. Some and, people really. And she enjoy, has kids, like, so yeah. Weekends, but yeah, yes. just, it is. Sleep in. It is uh, yeah. Saturday when as we re, as we are recording this. So maybe you know, maybe she, she had a tired day and slept. The, I don't know. I don't know. Know. One more thing before we get going, and I can't wait to do this episode with you. Who is here? Okay, okay. So we know that Jack Skellington is my favorite Nightmare Before Christmas character, correct? Mm-hmm. We, I, I totally forgot yours. Who is yours? My favorite Nightmare Before Christmas character. Um, I'd, I'd probably say Jack. Okay. Jack is just such a he's a lovable character, <coughs> such an icon. Right. As well. Okay. Mine is my my second one is Oogie Boogie. How about yours? I do love Oogie Boogie. Oogie, yeah. Okay. So I got the Oogie Boogie Mudslide yeah, coffee dude, so from BonesCoffee.com. Right. And if you go to their site, it's 10% off your order. Just type in Music Speaks. So I got right. the uh, Mudslide Boogie from like, from Bones Coffee. And then I got, I I took your, requ- I, I, I took your, um, um, I, I, I guess, request to get it. So I got yeah. the bones, but the but the, the bananas fosters. I haven't That's tried good. this one yet. I'm excited because I love bananas. Okay, well uh, then you'll probably like it. So yeah. I know that there are some people uh, who absolutely despise the taste of bananas. So oh, why? Of I love bananas. She hates she hates bananas. She I don't, hates banana flavored things. I don't eat them a lot, but when I do, great. Yeah. I, love, oh, I love them. I love I banana pudding. No, no, I really like banana pudding. I'm gonna have to talk no banana to her. whatsoever. Doesn't matter I'm, what it is, but the scent of bananas. I'm gonna have to have her stern, her stern talking to her. She needs <laughs> set some, her straight, man. She needs some bottom I, I, beat. I, she needs some bottom beat for that, you know. Because so, <laughs> banana pudding, oh my god, dude, it's so great. It's so, so good. I agree. Yeah. I agree. I love. I love banana pudding. Um, I, I love banana flavored anything. So bananas, Foster coffee. I love coffee, and just the mixture of the two makes it delicious. I'm so sorry about my dogs. Barking in the background. We can't hear him. We we can't. You can't hear him. Okay, well I can hear him in the floorboards. I can feel them (laughs) barking in the Uh, floorboards. They're good dogs. They're good dogs. But uh, they're good dogs. But geez, (laughs) the the coffee that I'm drinking right now and uh, and yours and my favorite ride at Disney World is Haunted Mansion. This is the brownie from Beyond. It's caramel brownie. Mm -hmm. It's okay. Um, you know, because I'm having it right now. I thought it would be yeah. like a like a more richer tasting brownie, uh-huh. you know? Because I never had, yeah. I I I I don't know what caramel brownie is. All I had is regular old brownies, you know. I didn't know I that it could. It it's good. It's good. Yeah. I mean, Dang, I mean, don't get me wrong. Good. It's it's good. But I can't wait to try the mudslide. The, mud, the oogie yeah. boogie mudslide. That that'll probably be my favorite out of the yeah. two. But yeah. I love the right Haunted Mansion. So absolutely, All, unless. They come out with a Nightmare Before Christmas ride at 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 Disney World. Then that might be my I don't know, you know. Right, oh. right. 
So they so here's what they do though. So around Christmas, um, they and and not at Disney World. They only do it at Disneyland. But they do a Nightmare Before Christmas overlay for the Haunted Mansion ride. Um, now I really? have I have been to Disneyland. My wife has been to Disneyland twice, so she has, and both times it is during the overlay. So she has ridden, um, she has ridden the Haunted Mansion, the OG Haunted Mansion at Disneyland with the Nightmare Before Christmas overlay. So she has never experienced the OG uh, ride itself. Um, The only Haunted Mansion ride that she has experienced is the Disney World option, but they do not do the overlay. That is only at Disneyland. And the reason being, Disney World is more popular than Disneyland, so there is more travel to Disney World rather than Disney. Disneyland is more of a local thing. The, the, um, not di- so much. A Disneyland is two parks as opposed to four, correct? So Disneyland has two parks, right? Yes, right. Um, but it is actually very. It is very small. Like, you know, if you have been to Disney World, you know how big it is. There's four parks, but yeah. then it's just it's massive. It's ma- and it right. feels like it's cut off from the rest of the world, which is one of the reasons why I love it. It's just right. a cool experience. But I think you, I can't remember how many they said, but you can fit several Disneylands inside of Disney World because <laughs> and Allie said it is significantly smaller. Like you walk mm. through like the Avengers thing. Like she FaceTimed me while she walked through the Avengers. And uh, I was like, oh I'm, not, I'm uh, done. <laughs> and it, it, that was right, it. Yeah. 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 So so significantly smaller. So they have uh, which which two parts is is it Hollywood and and uh and Magic Kingdom or is it like not so so it's different over there. They okay. have the, uh, um, what do they call it? California Adventure. Okay. Um, and then there is, I think it's just di- the Disney Land. I think that's what they do. Oh, okay, it's so it's completely Disney. different. Okay, nice. nice. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so, I mean, it's all considered Disneyland, but yeah, yeah, the parks itself, I think one is called just Disneyland, if I remember correctly, and then the other one is California Adventure. Now, there have been talks about a third park opening up. Mm. Um, there's talks about a fifth park opening up at, at Disney World. Um, you know, a lot of shakeups here in the Disney realm, um, yeah. with, uh, you know, who's CEO and what the plans to do this are. Yeah, COVID, Disney is, COVID, I, a lot of yeah, things, you yeah, know, it's, I hear, it's kind of tricky. We'll have yeah, to see. Yeah, well, I hear Disney is mm, kind of going under, but I don't know, you know, it all depends on it's back and forth. There's so many things. Yeah. 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 Maybe we can buy it and maybe, maybe we I can would love in. to. <laughs> Absolutely love to. Can you imagine I how much money not. we would have to spend for it? Probably like six billion dollars now. I don't know. Uh, I, I, I don't. Yeah. Well, I mean, since it's gone down, I don't know how how much it's worth right now. But yeah. I, but I think that you, me, and and Amanda and her children and Allie should go. They should plan a Windward's Hill, uh, yeah. trip somewhere. You know, that'll be that'll be fun. Let's go. Let's it's all go Hollywood. to. Let's go to. Oh, you know, well, we we can go to Hollywood. You know. No, let's go to Dollywood. Dollywood, yes. Dollywood. Go to Pigeon Forge in Tennessee and Tennessee. go to Dollywood. I would love. I have yeah. not. I have never been. I've always wanted to Great. go. I love it. I've been. I've been in Tennessee a lot. <laughs> Pigeon Forge is such a beautiful area. I've been there so many times. Um, I went to Dollywood on my senior trip. Yeah. And I had a blast. Nice. Um, got, I mean, it's no Disney World. They got rides like, and rides and everything. They, they have rides now. It's not like Disneyland or Disney World level. It's not like Carowinds level or anything like that. But okay. it is. It is a fun experience. Okay. Uh, I had a I had a blast when I yeah. went. So. I think every year, you know, we should you know do some kind of trip. I don't know. 
that would be fun. And I, words I'll, I'll you know. thoroughly enjoy it. Yeah, yeah. So I didn't know um, what we were doing today. Um, but <laughs> bro, 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 I did. Bro, he's like, we're going to do a little quick one. I'm like, what the heck is a quick one? And he's like, I don't know. Yep. We're going to figure it out. So yep. we're going to do this. You're, you are listening to the episode where we do the best Christmas songs that are not covers. And that's a very They're good song. Covers. Cause, yes. Because most cover songs are Christmas songs. And, and, you know, I mean, but most great songs, most Christmas great songs now are not even covered yet, you know, so we got to, yeah. you know, we got to go through them, you know? Yeah. So, yeah. So uh, a lot of what we experience now is with Christmas, with, mul- with multiple Christmas albums by, you know, a, a, a vast array of artists out there. Um, you know, there's, there's covers upon covers upon covers, which is, you know, one reason why doing cover wars around Christmas is really easy because they're, they're easy to find. There's so many versions out there of numerous songs and, um, the ones that we did for cover wars this year are a little bit more of like modern, mm-hmm. even though like, you know, all I want for Christmas and Merry Christmas, happy holidays, both of those came out in the nineties, but still like, those are kind of like considered modern, uh, classics, but they have been covered multiple times. But what, what we're talking about today are songs that have come out, you know, a little bit more recently. Some of these are still like a decade old at least, but right. You, you haven't heard like cover after cover after cover. Now, eventually I think we could get to that point because these are great. I think, I think these would be great um, for like considering as a modern classic and, and a like new staple of Christmas songs to come out um, from, from kind of here on out. And uh, it, and it becomes like all I want for Christmas is you and Merry Christmas, happy holidays and, even Jingle Bell Rock, like putting it in that same category. These are great. Do you think that we'd be done though? I mean, because who who can master all the rock for Christmas with you by the all knowing Mariah Carey? The thaws mm. out every year mm. in October. Yeah, because they because the, the, the album came out before Halloween, right? It was, yeah, it was like said. right before Halloween. <laughs> yeah, so she thaws out right before Halloween, and uh, you know, so I don't know. But oh well, hopefully one of these can can surpass that in the f- in near future. Yeah. So. True. Okay, so let's talk about "Underneath the Tree" by Miss Kelly Clarkson. I love her to death. She's great. She's got a good. Uh, Kelly Clarkson is such a likable person. Yeah, she, I, would, I would. love She got to a good show out. right now. I I I think it's yeah. the Kelly Clarkson show. I'm not sure, but you know what it's called. But she does like know. her own covers of songs. Yeah. Yeah. Now and then. Yeah, she did probably. like Welcome to the Black Parade one time. It was so cool. Like it was just I loved it. Nice. Yeah, it lo- nice. And for everybody who's seen me on on YouTube, sorry, the the light is <laughs> boom shining that it on my like face. Looks like you're in prison. It looesn't like it. It does, doesn't it? I mean Christmas I'm in Christmas prison. Let's Christmas call it that. Prison. Yes. <laughs> uh where where you do nothing but listen to Christmas music in prison. Which is great. No? Yeah. Uh, so underneath the tree is a uh, 2013 uh, single by American singer Kelly Clarkson and appears on her sixth and first Christmas album studio album, which is weird to say, but I said it. <laughs> uh, Wrapped in Red is the is the album code, uh, which was released through RCA uh, Records in November 2013. The track was written by Kelly Clarkson and and Greg. Kirsten, uh, with Kirsten in charge of production. 
underneath the tree is a is a Christmas pop song that lyrically discusses the the trivialities. Tri- tri- yeah. Okay. Trivialities. How about that for a wow. word? Trivialities. Okay, yeah. that's that's a smart word. Um, of material items. Uh, when all is needed for Christmas is love and company. Oh. Aww. Uh, <laughs> Claxton began writing the song after after finishing her greatest hits, Chapter One album in 2012, and began and began discussing plans to release a Christmas album with RCA. Uh, Claxton approached Kirsten, whom had who she previously had worked with, and proceeded to write. Uh, underneath the tree and four carrots. I guess that's four carrots yeah. of gold or something, you know. Not yeah. four and, actual and, and, vegetable and carrots. Uh, not carrots so, right. in the sense of what a what a <laughs> like rabbit, the orange what a silly, a silly yeah. wabbit would eat. Right, yeah. right. Um, yeah. <laughs> um, no, I, I love this song. I think it. I think it's very catchy. Um, yeah. I, so a podcast I like to listen to uh, year round. It's called Can't Wait for Christmas. Um, it's a monthly podcast. The guy releases it on the twenty fifth of every month. And it's kind of like a countdown to Christmas, and he talks about Christmas things throughout the year, whatever. He he has like he was the one that that uh like it was because of his podcast that I was like exposed to this song, um, and I love it. And it and it is it does follow the same tropes, kind of like all I want for Christmas is you. Yeah. Like I don't need presents; I just need the love of 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 my my man. Man. Um, for Christmas, and you know that that's a common theme with a lot of Christmas songs these days. Um, and I I don't think it's necessarily a trope, like almost like a cop out when it comes to songwriting, um, because it, it can be interpreted so many different ways. And there's a million ways that you can write a song about the same ch- subject. We've been doing it for years, decades, right? Even, you know, right. Um, but but I think it is a very catchy Christmas song, and I and I think because of the melody and you know just the the overall uh production of the song it just makes it so enjoyable and it also just makes i i feel like really cements it as a modern christmas classic and one that if you give it just a little bit of time uh we're gonna see tons and tons and tons of you know of of covers from here on out right which is great because i think I, well, with with every generation, it seems like the old covers start start to fade out, and the new covers start yeah. to come in. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Absolutely. Like, cause I um, remember, yeah. like, uh, August Madrid did a great cover of, um, well, hell, they did the whole Christmas <laughs> album, right? And so, and so those are great covers, and those, and the, see, like, like we never thought that that um that uh they would do anything like that, and now we have that. In, in for the future, you know, to listen to. So yeah, that's yeah. great. So yeah, yeah. yeah. So that's awesome. Um, yeah, yeah. The August Burns Red has yeah. They have fully embraced um doing uh, a lot of Christmas songs every year. They've done several Christmas albums at this point, and they're on. To my knowledge, they're all instrumentals too. But they what one thing that they have started doing is um what is it called? Is it called Christmas Burns Red? I, I think that might be what it's called, maybe, but it yeah. is a it is a yearly uh, an, an annual festival that they do um, where they you know they they have several other brands or whatever bands excuse me um that that play but you know they they set the the stage up to um you know it looks like a winter wonderland like there's snow everywhere there's Christmas trees right. they really go all out they dress up and they make this big Christmas thing every year and I think it's a lot of fun I'd love to go one day 
Um, but uh, to my knowledge, I think um, I think what they do is they they play a lot of their own Christmas songs, and then they kind of throw in some of their like originals too, just because you know if that was the only time that you that you saw August Burns Red, right? I would I would be mad if they only played Christmas songs and didn't play any of their originals that like <laughs> I've known and loved yeah. for years. Well, see, um, I, I well see, I've been talking to a lot of a lot of musicians over the past three years, four years now, and yeah. uh, Christine Domino. You, you should go, everybody should go listen to that. It's one of our earlier things. She says that a lot of people don't care about originals at first. You gotta you gotta have cover songs that are good enough to make people come in, and then you get them used to your um your your original yeah. songs, you know. But a lot of right. people don't like original songs at first, you know. Right. So they like right. cover songs, though. Yeah. It's true. They 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 like what they know. <laughs> right. 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 Yeah. Um, yeah. And it, sometimes it's a little bit harder to yeah. try to like take in covers, cover songs is is what brings the the public in and then then yeah, yeah. you get you get you you start um building out those originals you know right. yeah agreed agreed yeah. yeah um all right well let's move on to this next one i love this next artist uh ribbons and bows by casey musgraves um do you like casey musgraves i don't know if we've ever i do about well she did an amazing cover of um i can't help falling in love with you by elvis presley yes. That's Elvis, right, that's right. that's the best cover ever. I don't care yeah. who you are. That that, that that's we're gonna it. have to do one. There are so many. Yes. There are so many good covers of that yeah. song. Twenty One Pilots and Ice Nine Kills. Actually, just name you know what? <laughs> I, I we talked we talked about um our, my friend um our friend now is uh, Pathos and Logos, and I had him yeah. do a cover version of that song. I can't help falling in love with you for my cousin's wedding present. Yeah, yeah. So and they loved it. Yeah, so that's cool. that 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 song transcends time time and space Absolutely. for me. So yeah. It's a beautiful so, song. Yeah. Um but yeah, I like I like Casey Musgraves. Yeah. Uh you know, she was so she was married to Rustin Kelly. I'm a big Rustin Kelly fan. Yeah. Um, yeah. they're no longer together. Um oh, no. but that was like my introduction to that was actually my introduction to her. <laughs> um I got into his music and Allie was the one that told me, Oh, he was married to Casey Musgraves. No. I was like, oh, I've heard of her. I've never listened to her music. Yeah. She's got good music. Yeah, she's great. Um, yeah. But she has a great Christmas album. Um, and it's kind of like, and it's actually like, like a whole special. Like there's there's a, like you can, I think maybe on Amazon. I know it's on YouTube. Um, but like, you know, it's like one of those kind of old school, like variety show type of right. kind of feeling or whatever. And uh, it's a lot of fun. Um, but uh, yeah, so let's talk about that. So in 2016, Casey Musgraves put out a, uh, it's called A Very Casey Christmas, a laid back and slightly overlooked collection of holiday time sing-alongs. Hmm. Um, but the album's best moment was a new song, one that Casey wrote with virtuoso hit makers Julia Michaels, who worked with uh, Justin Bieber, Selena Gomez, and Demi Lovato, just to name a few. Um, and Justin Tranter, who has worked with Fall Out Boy, Dance, and if you don't know who Dance is, that's... Uh, Joe Jonas's like side project. Okay. Um, did cake by the ocean floor. Um, so anyway, okay, okay, okay yeah. Right. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and Imagine Dragons. Um, uh, so this album called Ribbons and, or excuse me, the song Ribbons and Bows, it pairs lovey dovey cheer with actual hooks. It also sounds like a perfect combination of its maker's gifts. Um, quote, all the late, this from the lyrics, all the ladies down at the hair salon are going to brag about what they got or walk in dripping in their, their, uh, bobbles and trinkets and their who's it's and whatnot. So 
like a little, you know, how the Grinch sold Christmas, right? right yeah. Um, and it, so anyway, it's unmistakably Casey uh, couplet and the speedily sung pre-chorus. There's only one thing that I want. Baby, it's hard to find. feels extremely Julia Michaels-esque. Um, the song's message is of the I don't need material objects if I have the love and support of a real live human being variety, as we mentioned before. Right. Uh, and it's hard not to crack a smile while listening. So still falls under that, like, I don't need your presence. I just need, I just need the love of my, my person. Um, and, uh, but it's just so, it's such a catchy song. It's uplifting, kind of like happy, you know, and I don't know. Yeah. It, it, like some Christmas music can be, I don't know. It feels like it, it's kind of like a repeat of the other one. Um, I, I've noticed that with a lot of newer Christmas songs, they're modeled after all I want for Christmas is you even down to the time signatures down to the instruments that are used to record it, to give it that certain feel. Um, but this one's a little bit different. It's, it's kind of like, a, yeah. I don't know. It's just a good, it's a good Christmas pop song. Right. Um, but Casey Musgraves has a country background. So if you're into that, there's a little bit of that. It's not heavily country influenced, but there's enough of it there to kind of tell that's where she came from. Right. So, and that's good stuff, you know? So yeah. Yeah. This next one is going to be very tricky. Ooh. Ah, that was good. That was yeah. good. You see what that I did there? Very good. You see what I did there? Run DMC. Y'all. Come on. Run DMC. Right. I, I'm, I'm, I'm fumbling about the words, but I don't know how it goes. Maybe you can sing it it's for us. It's tricky to rock around to rock around. That's right. On top. It's tricky. It's tricky, tricky, tricky. Yeah. Tricky. Man, I tell you what, the uh, what the SSX like, tricky? Oh my god, dude! Oh, what a great game! I played what that a game to death game. on the P. Well, I, I, I think the first one came out on PS2, right? Mm, yes, PS2. <clears throat> Man, I like uh, all the replaced uh, character. Um, yeah. the, the guy, the guy with the bullet. Uh huh. Anyway, uh, hey, run- you know, to 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 ride the coattails of what you're talking about there yes. with, with SSS tricky, right? Um. Uh, so Riders Republic is a great video game. I played that. Um, before. Yes. Play Have you? Okay, yes. I love it. Yes. Um, it's, we- it's got a mix of all kind of extreme sports like My- snowboarding. Um, skateboarding has recently been added to it. Really? Uh, BMX, mountain biking, um, even down to like, uh, uh, like oh man, what do they call it? Like, I mean, like, flying wings. Yeah, yeah, flying. Dead, yeah, yeah. Um, so stuff like that. So it's it's a lot of fun, and it the snowboarding portion reminds me of right. SSD. Yes. Yes, uh, tricky. Yeah, they actually brought right. that back, but it didn't. So it wasn't as good yeah. as the PS2 it version. It had its time. But right? yeah, yeah, like nothing. Yeah. Nothing's ever as good as the original. That's why I, think I tell you what. Riders me and you, you and I should get on um, Riders Republic because that's a multiplayer. You yeah, know, they can, got like a, a bunch yeah. of online stuff. Have I haven't played it in a minute. I need to update it. I'm oh, I haven't to, either. Yeah, uh, to get the skateboarding <laughs> DLC, and then I'll be set. Nice, because yeah. I'm waiting for a skateboard to come out, but it's not going to come out. I don't think. You know, because Skate 3 was yeah, the best. It's like a, it's best like a DLC, unfortunately. Yeah. Sorry yeah. about the rambling, y'all. We, we're, we're very, you know, video game pro video here. game nerds and pro uh, Tony Hawk um, skateboarding. So we yeah. love him to death. Um, yes, but uh, Run DMC released, uh, released a Christmas song called Christmas and Hollis. Mm-hmm. Uh, this song is built on a sample of Backdoor Santa. Whoa, pause. Um, whoa, whoa. <laughs> whoa dude whoa dude you know what you know what's funny again to, to piggyback off that yeah so what i was watching the other day and it, oh my gosh okay so they play backdoor santa in um jingle all the way 
I would, they, they, uh, oh, I think towards the, uh, the beginning of the because I heard it. You talk about and it's a, got that very memorable like. You talk about you know, the like, Mad movie Jingle All the Way. Yeah, yeah, Jingle okay. All the Way, Arnold Schwarzenegger yeah. and Sinbad. Yeah. Uh, we watched it last night actually, and, and I heard it and like at first I thought it was Christmas and Hollis, but then yeah. I forgot that it was actually sampled back, off of yeah. another song. So <laughs> back like, at the bottom of the thing, I heard it and then I you know we watch everything with subtitles because. I can't hear without my subtitles. So um, we, we were watching it and it said backdoor Santa playing like in the subtitles. And I was like, oh, this was Christmas and Hollis. Yeah, well, oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, so please. Yeah. Yes. The I song was, was built on the symbol from uh, the song backdoor Santa, as right. Brosley said. Uh, but a 1960 blues track uh, by Clarence Carter, which backdoor Santa was from. And Clarence Carter. Carter. Clarence Carter. <laughs> Patches, I'm depending on you, son. Man, I love Clarence Carter. <laughs> Broke it. All right, I'm sorry. I'm gonna shut up. It's fine. You can continue if you want to. I mean, we're we're you know we're we're here. So, um, uh, in Carter's song though, Santa is sneaking around with another man's girl. See, back uh, door, Santa, that see. Don't do that, Santa. Hey, I'm glad. Hey, I mean, I'm just thankful that that's what it's about and not whatever else everyone assumes that backdoors. Well, that might happen too. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> the adults know that we're what well, we're talking about, but the kids are like, what? You know? Yeah, yeah. Sorry. It's it, it's Go better. Ahead. It's better to PG. stay in the we're darkness, PG. kids. It's better to PG. stay in the darkness. PG. Um, see backdoor. Okay, so. Santa's sticking around with another man. See backdoor man. Okay, backdoor uh, man is another. <laughs> okay. Uh, um, yep. Christmas in Hollis though uh, tells the story of an uh, encounter with Saint Nick in Hollis, Queens, New York, uh, where mm-hmm. Run DMC grew up. Mm-hmm. Run DMC recorded this for for the very special Christmas compilation album. Uh, I guess that's what that's what it's called. That's what yeah. yeah okay. Mm-hmm. Which donated proceeds to the Special Olympics. Oh, that's very nice. I was very part nice. of the Special Olympics when I was growing up. So, yay! I really? won. Yeah, I won nice. like first and second places here and there. So, yeah. I did not. I did not know that. That is awesome. Yes, yeah, sir. Yeah, my mom's got a like like a shrine of like, you know, of course, you know, because mom's Heck yeah. Um, of, of my first and you know what first and second awesome. medal. So that's cool. Um, it was originally composed on the album. Originally, uh, several of the tracks became uh, Christmas radio staples, including Madonna's version of Santa Baby and the Pretenders on Take Yourself Out. Have Yourself a Merry Little Christmas. Santa Baby. Santa Baby. Did, I don't know if Marilyn Monroe did that song. No, well, well, she did the Happy Birthday song to JFK, right? She didn't do Santa Baby. Um... I, Who was Santa Baby by before? Uh, I mean, oh, Eartha Kitt. Yeah, Eartha okay, Kitt. okay. Yeah. 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 Which I love Santa Baby, but yeah. I don't like Madonna's version. And it makes me cringe. Yeah. So. But uh, Christmas the Hollis was a great song, dude. I think that, yeah, dude, I think that should be a cover song for like days and, and eons to come, you know? I agree, one hundred percent. I love Run DMC. They have all. I have a. There is a very special place in my heart for old school hip hop. Right. And yeah. like, while every everybody kind of has their place, and like, I think the as far as the formation of hip hop, there have been so many great uh, contributions to what makes it so good. 
Right. Um, and Run DMC was not a gangster rap group, and I do love gangster rap. Like I love NWA. No, oh, yeah. Like and Public Enemy. Like I love I love those groups, but Run DMC was always cleaner, and just the songs were just fun. Right. Um, and I think that that's why a Christmas song from them is just so enjoyable. Uh, it's catchy. Um, and it, and I mean, some people are like, well, it's technically not even their song if they sampled it. Like, but no, dude, that's a, that's that that's the ninety nine percent of yeah. hip hop tracks yeah. are sampled from something else. That is, and that it sounds good. That's what the thing makes it hip hop, right? They all sound good. It, okay, so yeah. um, I don't well, the Red DMC did a did a uh, I guess what you would call a cover of Walk This Way. Sounds great with Run yeah, DMC. Yeah. So I don't mm-hmm. understand the whole. I I I, yeah, they, I, I just wish yeah. that rap now would be would go back to rap then. You know. True. I don't. Yeah, know. I'm, it's I'm just not me. a big fan of mumble rap. No, um, I don't really like where it's at right now. Neither is um, Snoop Dog. Snoop Dog and Dr. Dre hate it. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. I, I love that era. Like, yeah. 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 Tupac and the Like it's Eminem and that that era, right? That was kind of like the last great era of hip-hop which you know same thing because dr dre did a lot of the producing for eminem's music right so they would sample uh old tracks and and if you didn't think it was a sample there is a guy on youtube i can't remember his or on tiktok excuse me can't remember his name but he breaks down the sampling of a lot of really popular um hip-hop tracks and kind of shows you the song that it was originally done Mm -hmm. and maybe what they did was they sped it up or they changed the pitch or whatever they did to kind of alter it a little bit but right but you know it's and and i mean it's songs that you had no idea um were actually ripped from other songs so Hmm. uh, but yeah it's fun uh run dmc kind of built their career off that right that was kind of when they exploded was when they did the mashup with walk this way uh with aerosmith and a lot of people like to credit that as like the birth of of new metal a lot of people talk about the the combination of hip-hop and rock starting with it's like two different instances right so people like to talk about run dmc and aerosmith collaborating yeah. for walt this way but then some people are like no actually what new metal is with rap and metal started with public enemy and anthrax um doing uh, bring the noise i could see both <laughs> being great arguments you know Right, I I agree. I think <clears throat> but if you want to talk about answer. new metal, metal, um, I love Aerosmith and Death, but they're uh, they are rock. They're not metal. Yeah, 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 and, yeah. yeah and, they're and, rock. And, and, so yes, it's true that that um, Public Enemy and Anthrax started whole, yeah. yeah, new metal phase. And then some people great. like to give Red Hot Chili Peppers credit for that, and I'm like, nah, and no, 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 they're not. They're, I'll say no to that. No, I I, I would say hell to the no. Yeah, they're, they're a going. punk band, yeah. like yeah. more than anything. I, I just and yeah. it's not really rapping. It's just Anthony Kiedis got to toss like this, and it tossed like this, and then you got Flea just right, and then you know it's just it's like every song is the same. I love the Chili Peppers, but every song is the same. <laughs> yeah, you're right. Like the right. car is going, and it's just yeah. it's you know it's nonsensical all... lyrics, and I don't know. Um. Anyway, we're gonna move on. Uh. So this next one is another great one. I'm a big Stevie Wonder fan. Someday at Christmas is just such a good song that, and I mean, this is, this is an old song. It's an old song, but I don't hear a lot of covers of this song. And I think there should be a lot more of that. There may be one or two out there, but this one I just feel like is a great quote unquote modern day Christmas song. Um, this was written by Motown songwriters, Ron Miller and Brian Wells, the team that also wrote uh, Stevie Wonder's songs, A Place in the Sun. And Yester Me, Yester You, Yesterday. Uh, they wrote it for Wonder's Christmas album, which contained several Christmas standards, 
uh, mixed with some new uh, with some new songs. So uh, this is one of the first songs with a social and political message uh, released during the Vietnam War. It takes a stand for peace and for equality and compassion. John Lennon sent a similar message in his 1971 song, Happy Christmas War is Over, which we have done a cover wars of. We did that last year. Yeah. Um, which you don't you don't see a lot of those. You don't see a lot of themes around that about you know like one of this one of the uh, main messages of Christmas is peace on earth, and you don't hear a lot of that. Like you know, not anymore. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Christmas has become very commercialized. It's you know it is. Everyone's always like, well, it's not about the presents, but it is. I mean, just go ahead and admit it is. Mm-hmm. It's about buying everything inside, and and you know that's why we put so much pressure on ourselves to buy presents for people, and then we feel like crap when we don't right, right. Yeah. that's because christmas has become so commercialized but it is about peace it is about um rebirth and i and i think that there should be more songs about that mm. uh we just don't get it because that doesn't hit as as easily and it's not as catchy as well i don't need the presence i just need the love of another human being um and it's those songs are easier to write anyway and i think mm. that's one reason why we have so many of those and we don't have so many about peace mm. so and I think that a lot of times, yes, it's about the gifts, but it's all, but it's always about the King Jesus too. You know, Amen. Birthday, come on, although, bring, it, bring it home. Although he wasn't born on Christmas Day, y'all. So what are you he was born. about Jesus was totally born on Christmas Day. On Christmas Day, on he was in a manger. And in a where manger, he didn't have a bed. Right? Uh, there were three wise three, men. Three wise there men. were exactly yeah. three wise men. There, we know that. We mm. know that they all showed up on the same night. Do we really we, know that? Was an do we really know that? We know that the little drummer boy was like, I don't know what to do. The so savior of Messiah is here. So what I'm gonna do? I'm gonna bust out my drum. You are with him, weren't you? A sweet solo for him. You right, are so. you are with him, weren't you? Beating old drum. I was there for Jesus. There. Yeah, which is so good. I, <laughs> I need to make it. I need to make it very clear. I do not like the song. I I, I I'm fully yeah. We're, like we it. are aware. Yeah. I think I one guess of the reasons. I guess that's the ongoing joke because you're German. Hey, you that is like, that is exactly right. Why. <laughs> that is the exact it's your favorite, reason. It's your favorite song, drummer boy, drummer boy. <sighs> yeah, right. hey, little drummer boy. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. dude, I'm over, man. Please yeah. stop telling. Please right. stop yeah. calling me the little drummer boy. That was like the first, and Brian denies it to this day. But the first <laughs> time that I met Brian. my brother-in-law Brian, um, it was the so I was ten years old. I had just started playing drums. I'd been playing since that summer. Um, I met him around, it was Christmas, like around Christmas. Um, he comes over to our house. He, uh, he's, he's coming out of the bathroom mm. and I'm walking down the hallway back to my bedroom. And he was like, Hey, little drummer boy. And he does like the finger gun. Like, right. and I was like, God, oh, Jesus, is- Lord almighty. Yeah. I was like, you're like, Lord, help me, help me contain my, right. Yeah. It's like, Please give me something down to whoop his ass, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Now yeah. She, and now she's married to him. There, well, there you go. There you go. But he's one but of my the, favorite people ever. I but love the, Brian. But the fact is that he he today did still denies it, right? Oh yeah, he was like, I well, never said that, yeah. and I was like, Brian. Of course he did. I, yeah. I remember that so vividly. Vividly. You were wearing an <laughs> Eddie Bauer sweatshirt. Oh, down to the shirt, huh? Okay. I, know, I remember it. I remember it. The <laughs> what color was it? 
details about that. What color was the shirt? Green. It was hunter. It was a hunter green Eddie Bauer sweatshirt, to which he says he's never owned. And I was like, "That's bull crap." Oh. Y'all had Eddie Bauer everything back in the day. Brian, apologize for it. Brian, if you listen to this show, apologize right now. I want to <laughs> want to come on the show. Hey, apologize for Blake. Rummer boy. And anyway, I, I don't like the guns, man. I don't like anybody. Hey, I don't like the finger guns, you know, like yeah. you know, put I mean, those away. Like yeah. you don't have a, you don't you're not licensed. Yeah. Right, so. right. So. Do you have your do you have your CWP? I don't think so. Put those away. No, right. No one needs a mirror. No. So all right. <laughs> so all right. So next song up is Ariana Grande's um, which is big in 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 Italian language. Grande. You know. Grande. Give me grande. Yeah. Give me a boo. Because sure. well, I right. thought that grande was Venti, but Venti's twenty, so I don't, I don't know. know. I get uh, confused by that. But it's yeah. so funny because she's little. She's yeah, little. she is. And funny. she can do voices like uh, Shakira. You know that? And yeah, she's very and funny. And a lot of other, lot of other girls. And so I, my, so my, my other brother-in-law, um, DJ, Allie's brother. Yeah. His girlfriend used to work at Disney World. Oh, wow. She said that she literally ran into Ariana Grande one day by accident um, at Disney World. <sighs> right. And. She said that she was so nice and such a sweet person, which makes me really happy because I hate hearing mm. about celebrities that are just flat out buttholes. But right. she is not. Ariana Grande is very sweet, very nice, um, and she's very little. You know why? She was so so nice. Why? She was at Disney World. Come on, now you can't be mean at Disney World. Come on, yeah, yeah. Now the only the only celebrities <laughs> I've ever seen at Disney World, I saw uh, um, uh, Vince Vaughn. He is oh, way really? taller than. Think, yeah, I saw Vince Vaughn at Disney. He's World. like six nine or something. He is very tall. I was not expecting him to be that tall. Um, and then I saw Serena Williams at Disney World. One did time. you did you talk to him? Talk to them? I did not. No, oh, I just saw no. them from a distance. And they have like their entourage, oh, right? They have like entourage. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, like cast members that are like there to like kind of guide them or whatever, private nice. tours, or whatever. Um, no, I saw them from a distance, but I did not speak to either of them. But mm. saw the only celebrity that I ran into in, uh, is uh. Mickey Mouse and Donald Duck Goofy, but that's, I guess, that's kind of there. I did. Okay. Yeah, because, um, get an autograph. Because, uh, because my mom and dad bought me, you, you well, remember, well, autograph the, books? Uh, yes, okay. autograph books. And yeah. I had, like, um, I, I remember, I don't know if this was Universal Studios or something, but I ran into, um, Michelangelo, did one of the turtles. And I got his autograph. Really? Yeah. So it was awesome. You know? Wow. And I got the Rocketeer's autograph too. I don't know if you remember uh, the Rocketeer. He was yeah, there, I too. Yeah. So anyway, cool. Ari- Ariana Grande song, Santa Tell Me. Uh, Santa yeah. Tell Me was uh, was American singer-songwriter uh, Ariana Grande's 2014th festive single, released on, tw- on the 24th of November, 2014. It was the fifth track from Grande's first EP, Christmas Kisses. Uh, which was released in 2013 with his last revamp in 2018, Santa Tell Me. Uh, Santa Tell Me was written by Grande and with Stephen Coetta, okay, and Ilya, I-L-L-I-L-Y-A, for people yeah. who can pronounce words, <laughs> um, with Ilya also producing the song. I don't, like, I don't I, 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 like it's always <laughs> such tricky names for people yeah. that write like the best. I think that's the key to writing really good songs is just have an unconventional name yeah. and then have it very, it needs to be very hard to pronounce so that when people cover the song yeah. later, yeah. uh, 
podcasts, they sound like they kind don't know of, how to speak. Right. So so Cox and Mosley can't write a good song because we don't have that, you know. Uh, too easy. Our names too are easy names. Too we, yeah. yeah, it's yeah. That's, way why, too easy. that's why we're right. doing a podcast, y'all. That's why you do a podcast, right? <laughs> you, have, you have an easy name, you do a podcast. If you have a, a an, an unconventional, difficult to pronounce name, you write songs. Easy. Yeah, yeah. So uh, <laughs> that's a good thing. Okay, so Santa Terry was is a festive pop song um, where Grande asked Santa Claus not to let her fall in love if the relationship won't last for over a year. Okay. I would I would ask him if it doesn't last forever, but that's just me. Mm-hmm. Uh, in the in the live stream on the twenty eighth of October, twenty fourteen, Grady stated how she uh, said that she did not want to do a Christmas song at first, but okay. changed her mind. And how uh, the track was her favorite Christmas song out of all the ones she recorded so far, which was good, okay. you know. Yeah. Yeah. On the on on November thirteenth, twenty fourteen, though, uh, Grady announced that the song. Songs were released on Twitter, staying, uh, stating, uh, putting out a cute K E W T, which is yeah, okay, which is cute, I guess, right? Uh, that is cute. It is a cute way to spell cute. Yes, putting out a cute Christmas song for you on November twenty-four, called called Santa Tell Me." Uh, little something for the holidays. So excited. Uh, hashtag 10 days till Santa tell me. Okay. Right. Cool. So cryptic. Right. Yeah. But, and that's yeah, cute. A- K-E-W-T. So that's <laughs> yeah. weird. I never, I never seen it like that yeah. before. No, this, this one's good. And it's a little, it's a little, it's kind of in the <laughs> same realm of like, I don't need presents, but it, it's different. It's more like, I don't want to get my, and I mean like this, we do have this feeling, right? I don't want to get my hopes up right. for something that is not um sustainable right so right. like relationship like you meet someone new um things seem to be going really great at first but they can take a quick turn uh there you know and and it it could it could just all end terribly right mm-hmm. and then you kind of look back and you're like I, I wish i hadn't even like gotten my hopes up or maybe i wish i never met this person because now my mood is ruined um be, because of because of this so it, it's it's kind of i don't know it's the theming of it is a little bit different it's like santa if this is not going to work please just don't, don't don't let it happen yeah don't send it to me you know which what i want to know why santa's responsible for your love life in the first place like that doesn't seem <laughs> i want to know santa's probably like why are you why are you asking <laughs> this you should um, ask the king man yeah, should Jesus. Ask, this yeah. is more this is more this Jesus. is more this is more Jesus's realm, more of a Jesus okay, thing so. than, than what I can do. True um, king, yeah. But I, I, I just wondering why if it, like like she's asking for like a year with him, and then you know why not forever? Which is weird. Well, she's yeah. a so here's my thought. Here's what in my, <laughs> head, in my own head canon. Okay, um, Ariana Grande right is a popular music artist on the road a lot. Um, long lasting relationships are a lot harder to do. Well, I know that. Um, yeah. Yeah. The ex- so maybe they go into it with the I don't I don't know I'm not a celebrity, but go not, into not it yet. Ex- not yet. Uh, mm-hmm. Go into it with the uh, at least the anticipation and the expectancy that if hey man like my time is valuable, if I can at least get a year out of this relationship, yeah, I think yeah. okay. Um, I'm not that expecting makes, something long term, but longer sense. than just like 
a little bit like a like a fling and then ending in heartbreak. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, I don't know. I it, makes it. Well, what you said that makes total sense because I forgot about the road and how bad it is for um, mm. artists and it's hard. Relationships. It's hard on a relationship. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. Unless yeah. you got a like a unless you take it with you, you know. Unless it's a family band. But <laughs> yes, like the like the Partridge family, you know. Yeah, like Partridge family. They they got along just fine. <clears throat> they were fine. Ah <laughs> uh, well, yeah. Well, with all family, it's kind of a, yeah. Sure. Anyway, um, yeah. So right. uh, let's go with your favorite band of all time. My favorite band of all time. Uh, all right. So I won't be home for Christmas by Blink One Eighty Two. Wow, what a great song! I absolutely love it. This is such a great, great, great Christmas song. Last uh, on the last episode when we talked about Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays, we talked about how it was featured in the end credits for another great '90s Christmas mus- uh, movie. I'll be home for Christmas with Jonathan Taylor Thomas and um, uh, her name escapes me now. She's married to Justin Timberlake. We've and oh, we talked Jessica about Jessica Beale. The Jessica Beale. There yeah. we go. Um, so yeah, Jonathan Taylor Thomas and Jessica Beale. Um, but actually, this song is featured in the movie. Uh, in a scene, um, and if you're looking out for it, it is when uh, Jessica Beale's character is um, uh, like walking outside of the school. She's talking to Jonathan Taylor Thomas, and mm-hmm. uh, then there's like the the like um, the bully uh, who uh, his name's Eddie. He like comes up in his um, Land Rover or whatever it is, and uh, you know, he's talking to her. He's trying to convince her to like get in the car and like go away with him even though she's like like right there and what she's with her boyfriend i was like dude what a douche yeah. um <laughs> like, he's like hey man or hey baby this car like it smells so good it's got that new car smell you know what it you know what it needs you sitting in the passenger seat but this is a song that's playing on the radio when he's doing that and then he backs up into a bmw um and has to drive away so it's uh but it, it's it's i remember i've seen the movie like a million times right but never paid attention to the fact that that was the song that was playing. And oh, the first okay. time I, yeah. it, I got so excited, I was like, holy crap, that's that Blink-182 song. All right, so I Won't Be Home for Christmas is a holiday-themed song released by Blink-182. Uh, the song was originally on a one-track radio promo um, in uh, 1997. It was recorded with the original drummer, Scott Rayner. So this is before Travis Barker joined the group. Um, it was then released officially on the single for Josie, um, it was also, which was uh, off the Dude Ranch album. Um, it was also released in 2000 on a promo CD to record um, company executives in Europe. Uh, the song charted at number one in Canada, but did not chart anywhere else. It is the only Blink-182 single to ever be number one in Canada. Um, I Won't Be Home for Christmas is also the longest running number one single in Canada for 2001. Uh, it was number one for five weeks in 2001 and for one week in 2002, interestingly enough. Um, the song tells of a man who is fed up with Christmas and the various events that accompany it. As a result, he attacks a trope of Christmas carolers singing outside of his house. Uh, the man then ends up in jail and is violated by his cellmate, Bubba. Of course, um, it would so be Bubba, right? <laughs> true, in true yeah. Blink-182 fashion. Yeah, so um, it's very catchy. Uh, you know, the song kind of starts out with like, uh, it, it sounds like a bunch of carolers singing Deck the Halls. Um, but Mark Hoppus uh, sings the lead on this one. Mm. Talks about how he can't stand Christmas. He can't stand having to be nice to the people that you can't stand. <laughs> right, um, yeah. And, and yeah. You know, I'm growing tired of all this Christmas cheer. Yeah. And then, um, you know, he finally like a, snaps. Like he starts attacking people with a baseball bat. 
Yeah, a true Scrooge. Yeah, yeah. very Scrooge esque. So, By humbug. I also, a very different take on your typical Christmas music mm. because it is it is it is talking about people who cannot stand the holiday, not necessarily because of the holiday itself. It's just what accompanies it, right? It's a very stressful time of year. Yeah. Uh, mentally, it takes a it's take it takes its toll on a lot of people, and that's obviously what happened here because he had a mental break and he attacked everyone with a baseball bat. Oh no. <laughs> But my favorite line in the song is um, is when he talks about being put in jail and a guy named Bubba unwraps his package. Well, I mean, <laughs> take that for what you will, y'all. I don't know. Oh, you know, no plenty of ideas from people, you know, so. All right. Oh, boy. Anyway, uh, all right. Relate Kate. <clears throat> now, yeah. can, now, can you remind me if they sang the song Sadie Hawkins Dance? That is Relate Kate. Sadie that- Hawkins Dance. And my khaki pants. There's nothing better. Oh, oh, oh. Yeah. I, 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 that's probably the, the only song that I heard from him and the only song that I love. Yeah, love but, but I should K. listen to more yeah. RK. Well, Reliant songs. K was like, I've come across a series of TikToks recently that was like, if you grew up um, in a Christian household mm-hmm. and you weren't allowed to listen to whatever band, right? this is who you were allowed to listen to. So in this case, it was, was if you weren't allowed like, to listen to Blink-182, Reliant K was like, <laughs> oh no, but yeah. What I, what I loved about Reliant K was, yes, they were a Christian pop-punk band, but right. they were not cheesy by any means. They right. were great at writing music. They were all great musicians. Yeah, um, And then they put out a wonderful Christmas album um, that this song comes from. It's called Let It Snow Baby, Let It Rain Deer. Oh, um, and, uh, it's just it's 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 full of of great you know uh takes on christmas classics um you know it, our old band that we had um we used to actually play their version of the 12 days of christmas anytime we had a christmas event that we we played at oh nice um, yeah so fun um, but this song in particular comes from that album and it's just it's a great original christmas song that they wrote nice okay so let's talk about Santa Claus that's Thumbing, thumbing with, the with your thumb, with yeah. your uh, thumbing the town. Santa Claus is thumbing the town. So, what would happen if Santa's sleigh ride broke down on Christmas Eve? That's the question. Reliki, an American popular rock band, uh, punk band, rock band, either or, uh, known as being the least cringy in all the era of Christian pop punk bands, like Blake um, said yeah. before. Uh, gave us a unique portrayal of this. Uh, the lyrics playfully success- suggest that Santa Claus has encountered some difficulties and it has resorted to hitchhiking or thumbing a ride to reach the various destinations on Christmas Eve. And that's always like a struggle, you know? Because yeah. what if Santa Claus's um, yeah. uh, sleigh broke down? It's of course, just a, it's a unique. Of course, we hey. found out in, in, uh, the, in the Christmas Chronicles. With uh, Kurt Russell's version yeah, of so that, you know, but I, yeah, they should they should give Reliant K credit <laughs> for <laughs> what would happen because, right. like, before then, no one had. I mean, no one ever wrote anything. That is such a unique, yeah, idea for a Christmas song. Like, yeah, because who would have thought about that? If something happens, what a, and mechanically he can't do it. Right, right, right. It's just and well, he, I guess technically Elf had that, you know, with you know there wasn't enough Christmas cheer, but no, that's yeah, that's more yeah. based based on magic. This is more like. But actual yeah. difficulty, like mechanical failure, right. Uh, right. Uh, of things, and it's well, just no it's elf. Fun. Elf had a mechanical failure because Indian well, fell out was, of it. There right? was no Christmas spirit anymore. We, so, like his magic. We have, yeah, but didn't the, the didn't he have to fix the, the engine though? 
they had to they had to go on TV and start singing Santa Claus yeah. is coming to town. Okay. Yeah. Enough. Right. Uh, yeah. So maybe that's where yeah. they got the idea to do this. Maybe. I don't know. Yeah, but it's fun. It, you know, the song's in like double time. It's got mm-hmm. it's it's a great pop punk song to. But start that should with. be another cover song. To, yeah, I mean that that yeah. that should be more, you know, really available for. Covers. I agree. Yeah. I think I I I wish more people would kind of take this idea, and and run with it and give us yeah. their own rendition. It's a great song. Right. Uh, the whole album again is great. It's got a great mixture of those classics um, with and, the pop punk and what's the or that was a thing. And and what is the album called again? So people album know it's called "Let It Snow, Baby, Let It Rain, Dear." Okay, perfect. Um, take, so yeah, take it out, everybody. Yeah, that's great. Yeah, yeah. All right. Um, another one of my favorite bands here, uh, the Ramones, have a great Christmas song called "Merry Christmas." I don't want to fight tonight. Um, Christmas is a time for families to come together, even the unhappy ones. And the Ramones did exactly that with their holiday punk perennial "Merry Christmas." I don't want to fight tonight. Um, though the song appeared on the band's 1989 album Brain Drain, it first showed up two years earlier on the B-side to 1987's I Want to Live, a single from Halfway to Sanity. Both albums come uh, came during an era of the band marked by turmoil within the Ramones' ranks. Um, guitarist Johnny Ramone has, uh, alleged, has alleged that bassist Dee Dee Ramone didn't play on Sanity, and the drummer Richie Ramone quit midway through the tour over financial disagreements. The song, excuse me, go ahead, sorry. No, 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 yeah, yep, right. go ahead. So the band's second drummer, Marky Ramone, uh, was soon hired back, but Dee Dee was out uh, soon after Brain Drain was released um, and then replaced in the music video for Merry Christmas by newcomer C.J. Ramone, who we have spoken CJ. to. C.J., yes, I, I love him. to have him on the show. We did a virtual yeah. meet and greet one time. We did. Um, I gotta and, find that. I gotta find that footage so we can, you know, put it on. So yeah. it was I'll so nice there. talking yeah. to him. Um, I mean, just... I was in shock and awe that I was yeah. having a conversation with someone who was in the freaking Ramones. It was, oh man. Um, I'll treasure that forever. Yeah. CJ is such a nice guy. That was so um, down to earth. Very yeah. cool individual. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Um, so indeed lead singer, Joey Ramones musical palette seemed to transcend the punk trappings of the band, uh, particularly on the song slow down original demo, uh, which is very different, uh, um, which yeah. was later remixed and released uh, posthumously on the album, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, whether fast or slow, Merry Christmas, I Don't Want to Fight Tonight is both a solid entry in the Christmas music canon um, and a decent wish for anyone's holiday season. So very similarly to how do we we talked about when we did our Halloween cover wars and we did um, Pet Cemetery by the Ramones, mm-hmm. Like yes, that has album. a few covers now. I I I'm seeing a couple of covers of this, but you just don't see a lot of "Merry Christmas." I don't want to fight tonight, but right. uh, another interesting spin on like the theming of a Christmas song, um, because again, hard time for a lot of people. Like this is this is a stressful time. Um, sometimes it, it it ends in in tragedy, um, whatever that tragedy looks like. Um, but you know, it, it, it takes a, tr- a stress on, a, it takes stress on a lot of people and, uh, or makes the situation stressful and, um, just a, a unique spin. I don't know. It mm-hmm. just, it, it's a, it feels a little more real than just, I, I don't want presents. I want my love. Right. I don't know. And for anybody who's having a tough time with, uh, losing your loved one or, or something, or, um, we hope you get something out of this episode and we, um, you know, we always think about you and your mental health. And speaking of mental health, mental health is back. Was, I don't, well, it came back a few months ago. 
But Blake, but Blake's got a great one for you today, so let's check in yeah. with his mental health minute. Right, with yeah, Blake. this uh, this one, this one's kind of uh, Christmas themed. Uh, felt very fitting. We're kind of kind of wrapping up our Christmas themed uh, episodes for this month. But uh, take take this one last one as we uh, as we really get into the Christmas time here. Um, so yeah, some tips for managing your mental health at excuse me, my coffee is like coming back up. Uh, <laughs> oh, so. <laughs> tips for managing your mental health at Christmas. Here we go. Uh, so yeah, number one, take a break. You know, like uh, I, I know based on your work schedule, maybe you don't get off, uh, get as much downtime or uh, days off as other people do. Um, I, I wish I had more off time around Christmas. You kind of had to take it. Um, some people are off for weeks and, and that's fine. But, you know, whatever your work schedule looks like, um, whatever kind of break that you get, utilize that sit, enjoy the silence, do something that makes you happy. Something that is relaxing for you because that's one of the reasons that Christmas is so special is because it's meant to be that way, but because it's become so commercialized, we lose a lot of that. So number one, take a break. Okay. Um, number two, look after yourself. Um, it is very, very, it's very hard to, if you're someone who is very health conscious, um, this time of year is very stressful to begin with, but also based on what kind of foods and treats are out there, it's kind of hard to take your, uh, your health into consideration, right? Maybe it's your, maybe it's your time to relax. And that's kind of what this is kind of leaning towards is like, look after yourself in the sense of like, take care of your body. But also if you spend a majority of your year looking after your body, like very, being very strict with your diet or whatever it is, um, or your workouts or whatever. Number one, you're taking a break, right? So we're already in break mode, but treat yourself, man. Look after yourself, whatever that looks like. Do something you like, have that cookie, have a couple cookies if you want to, whatever, like whatever makes you happy. Um, number three, join the local community. This is something I wish I would have had more time to do this year. Unfortunately, I just did not. Um, there were several food drives that I could have been a part of and I couldn't get my timing worked out. Um, but there is something really special in giving, something really special in giving back. Um, so join a food drive, uh, you know, donate to charity, whatever it is, look at the impact that it has on your community. Um, and it really, really resonates with you and, and helps to improve your mental state because you feel good about what you did for someone else who was in need. Uh, number four, um, everything in moderation. So while I did mention before, have a cookie, have, a, have two cookies. If it's something that's going to take its toll on you um, physically or whatever, do it in moderation. It's very easy to overeat around this time of year and feel miserable and feel like dog crap for the rest of the day. Something I'm guilty of. Have to do it in moderation, right? Um, avoid social comparisons. This is a big one. I just talked a minute ago about like, man, I wish I had more time off. I wish I got like two weeks off for Christmas like some people get. It's not about that. I'm not in that situation. I need to worry about myself. Um, also, social comparisons in the sense of, well, maybe they have a lot of money. Maybe they have enough money to buy whatever for their loved one. Now, I bought I bought my kid a car um, or I bought my wife a new whatever. Ring. Like something. Right. A new diamond ring. Something right? like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, but then, like, you look at your circumstances and you're like, well, I can't do these things. That's okay. It's all right. You worry about you and you alone. Um, have realistic expectations. Here's another thing, too. We always want the Christmas season to not be stressful, 
but it is probably going to be stressful in some sense. So go into it with the expectation of, hey, this is a stressful time of year for X, Y, and Z reasons. And it kind of makes it a little bit easier to digest if you are like, okay, I kind of knew this was going to happen. Because um, if you go in blind and you're like, oh, this could never happen, probably going to be blindsided whenever it does, and then it just ruins your mood. Uh, and then lastly, don't look back. Very important. Whatever happened to you this year, whatever your circumstances were for this entire year, it's over. It's in the past. You can't do anything about it. All you can do is look forward and make changes for the better in the future. So there you go. There's some tips for managing your mental health around Christmas time. I hope that you guys will utilize that. I'm going to try. I'm going to yeah. try my best. Yeah. A lot of these things definitely apply to me. So. Yeah, those are all good uh, tips and, uh, you know, I mean, don't, don't, because when I started, when we started this podcast, I, I don't know about you, but I started comparing myself to others, other podcasts, mm-hmm. and I realized that they have a different uh, subject matter than what we do, so True. don't do that. Don't compare, don't no. compare yourself to anybody. Do what That's, you, yeah. <laughs> stay in your lane, you know. You know, because I was comparing myself to people who were, had the like a gym podcast. You know, they get many right. viewers there, and I'm like, that's not what we talk about here. So that's right. Yeah. So number one thing in life, don't compare yourself to anybody. It'll only just right. make you more um, down, and uh, we don't want you to be depressed. Like you know, we are. When so when when we are when I say we're depressed right now, because I'm I'm never depressed when I'm talking music. So this is always a mental health minute for me. Um, you know, I'm, I'm for sure it's, uh, it, it uh, serves Blake good talking about music as well. Right. Um, so, yeah. So, um, so thank you very much for listening to this podcast. Um, if you enjoyed this episode, please be sure to subscribe and leave a rating and, and a review on Apple Podcasts or wherever, wherever you can. It's fine with us. Absolutely. If you'd like to follow us on social media, we're on Facebook, we're on X, we're on Instagram, and on the TikToks, baby. Uh, just search for When Words Fail, Music Speaks. Give us a follow. Yes. Uh, would you like to be on the show? Um, to be interviewed on the show? If you're a musician, please reach out to us at james at whenwordsfailmusicspeaks.com, Blake at whenwordsfailmusicspeaks.com, or Amanda Dolan, D-O-L-I-N, at whenwordsfailmusicspeaks.com, or can message us on any of the social sites mentioned before. That's right. And you can, if you're watching on YouTube right now, uh, go ahead and just do yourself a favor and belly flop that subscribe button. Um, and uh, that way you can stay up to date and watch interviews, music video reactions, final showcases, and much, much more. It's youtube.com slash when words fail music speaks. Uh, be sure to turn on those notifications uh, bells. Uh, so that you can be notified whenever new videos are uploaded. And if you're currently watching this on YouTube, um, after you have belly flopped the subscribe button, just very lightly press the like button. Just very gently. Just be very silent tonight. Click. Very, very, very softly, calmly, you know. Yes. yes. For all, And for all of these links below... Below, look at me. I'm okay. Well, yeah, well, 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 well you're on YouTube. It's below. Um, it to, is find, below. to find out more about us or to, serve, or to buy some of our merchandise, visit our new version of our, our website, one word, right. There is a tab 
there is a crisis tab on the top. Just click it and and you find your um find your uh, solution right there. You know. Yeah, yeah. That's one thing we're gonna start. Pre- we're gonna start uh, plugging here a lot more. Um. So yeah, new what new website is up. It looks great. Um, but we have included links to several crisis like hotlines. So if you find mm-hmm. yourself in a situation where maybe you're thinking of hurting someone or hurting yourself, uh, or need links to uh, you know reach out to someone who maybe uh, can help, uh, you know, yeah. better help uh, links and things like that um, for uh, for whatever kind of crisis that you're in, please check that out. Um, it's very important to us, and we want you guys to be okay. And uh, so if you're going through something like that, there is help out there. And yeah. you can find some links to, to a couple of those places on definitely, our website. Definitely. Um, and uh, if you don't mind checking out my other podcast, it's called South Carolina Spook Show. It's all about true crime and paranormal stories from the state of South Carolina. So if you're into that, uh, check that out. Also, Amanda has a podcast uh, called Mental Society. It's very good. Um, please check that out. She said that she's got some new episodes that will be coming out very soon. So Nice. I thank you once again to our sponsor support this episode, Bones Coffee and BetterHelp.com. Remember to use our discount code MUSICSPEAKS, all one word, at checkout for 10% off your order at BonesCoffee.com. I highly recommend um, the Haunted Mansion Brownie Coffee Flake. Yeah. I just tried it, so. And so, uh, and the other one is uh, Boogie Mudslide. Yeah, that, Oogie Boogie. Yeah. Oogie yeah, Boogie, yeah. 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 So check those out. There's a whole lot more. There's at least 30 flavors you can pick from, you know. And yeah. they have mugs, t-shirts, stickers, anything you want to. So. Hey. Also, and go to betterhelp.com slash music speaks to get, also get a 10% off your first month of therapy and to get matched with the therapist that is right for you. Yeah, yeah. All um, right. Yeah. James, anything else? I do not. How about you? All right. I'm I'm good. Um, uh we we want to thank you guys so much for listening uh to this to this show um and for uh the growth that we have had this year looking forward to what is to come next year. Um, we've got a lot of ideas for, uh, changing up a few things, um, in, uh, various, uh, departments, I guess. <laughs> yeah. Um, and, uh, you know, uh, especially Amanda, like, you know, she's not on this episode. Um, but yeah, thank you, Amanda, for joining the show. Yes. I think she's been a great addition. She's been um, terrific. Terrific. It has been an, it has been a blast and uh mm-hmm. look forward to many more episodes with Amanda. Um but and uh and maybe you guys on there and for maybe and maybe next year we'll get a few more new faces. So who knows, yeah, you know? I absolutely. mean absolutely. Because because where we yeah. where we want to go is not where we want to go yet. But but slow and steady wins the race, y'all. So yeah, take your right. time, you know. We'll get there. Oh yeah. Yeah. So All right. Well, thanks again, everybody, for listening. And always remember, when words fail, music speaks. Merry Christmas, everybody. Bye, y'all.